गुड मॉर्निंग गुड इवनिंग नमस्ते ओला बोंजो एंड महरबन दिस इज नामिया जोशी योर होस्ट फॉर द डे वेलकम टू एपिसोड थर्टी वन ऑफ द पॉडकास्ट ईच वन टीच टेन एन अमेजिंग वर्ल्ड ऑफ स्टेम एंड इंस्पायरिंग वेंचर वेल वी बी डिस्कसिंग स्टेम इज पार्ट ऑफ एवरी डे फॉर एवरी किड वी ऑल वर्ल्ड लर्न टूगेदर हाउ टू बिल्ड द स्टेम कल्चर So for today my guest is Ms Sara Abu Afet Palestinian from Lebanon PhD in education specialized in curriculum computational thinking in education she's also a Microsoft certified trainer Minecraft global mentor MIEE MIE fellow so how are you doing today Ms Sara Hello good morning good evening uh, I'm very good it's good to be with you today Thank you so much. So our audience uh, watching us right now are eagerly waiting to know more about you. So could you tell us about yourself? Yeah, sure. Uh, first, I'm happy to be with you on the show. Uh, this is amazing to, to be on the episode number 31. Amazing job, Namia. Uh, I'll start with uh, introducing myself. I am Sara Abouafash from Lebanon. I'm Palestinian. uh originally Palestinian and as you have mentioned I I have a passion in education and I have uh pursued my uh, PhD and just finished it in 2020 which was perfect <laughs> um uh I love teaching I love to know how to learn and to influence um uh, to influence the students educators anybody around me so to start with or the, the the star or the bulb lit, lit up when i was in uh, educational exchange in paris 2019 and uh, anthony salcito said that educators are change makers and that made it all clear to me that exactly this is what i want in life i've been doing everything and i have been chasing my dream just to understand it or to simplify it in one word which is change a human life a change maker so i like to actually influence uh, people around me in how to uh, to be better and in, in, in the the way they are as long as this is what they want and uh, i love a future skilling and this is something that i've been interested in for a while now um in brief I have PhD in education. I always uh, improve myself, which is why I'm Microsoft certified trainer and definitely I love the the audience or the students whoever they are. I love to to have input or to teach them something throughout. And that's why I'm so honored to have you on my podcast Misara because from everything that you say there's always something to learn and like you talked about change maker so that just uh, reminded me of one of the sayings and that says that uh, that nobody is a born change maker is when we all see some problems and uh, we uh, have the urge to uh, be part of the solution and that's what makes us all change maker so that's a really good insight that we just got from you right now so let's start with a few questions that i have for you and uh you i've seen that you've done a deep dive into the flipgrid classrooms and you also discovered uh, that one that one flipped class was up and running 
and it, it assisted you in engaging students. So can you tell us about the experience of yours? Uh, Flipgrid Classroom was uh, was something that, uh, firstly, when I got into education and technology, caught my attention. And uh, I believed in it so much back then in time, and in around 2012, 2014, something around that time. But actually, uh, it all uh, cleared up when the pandemic hits, and we needed some different ways to reach all the students all the time. Flip Classroom was the cherry on the top to be able to reach all the students, whichever their situation is back in time, uh, whether it was something financial, something economic, something health-related issues, or uh, personal issues. So Flip Classroom was was actually the solution for so many problems that uh, we have been all dealing with in the past two years. Uh, having the ability to be able to uh, give the student, or whoever want to learn, the um, ability to learn on their own time, this is one, the ability to repeat as much as they need, because, you know, we don't learn the same way. So, for example, if I need like 10 hours to understand something and make relation with, with that something, and to be able to understand it deep inside, for example, it might take for you two hours because you were exposed to this knowledge uh, previously or you were able to link it in, in a way or another. So each one of us learn in a different way. So Flip Classroom gave the students the ability to be able to uh, uh, take their time and to show that each one of us learn in a different way and this is acceptable and this is what we actually need to do or to address we do not learn at the same time. This is why we are all uh, talented in, an, in a different way. For example, you are talented and you were able to run the show for 31 episodes so far. And hopefully so many, uh, so many thousand episodes if this is what you want to. And other people were able to, for example, write different blogs or influence people in a different way. So Flip Classroom gave the students uh, the ability to to understand knowledge and this is another another good value about flip glass uh, classroom is that knowledge is accessible all you need to do is actually have the will if you have the will to learn something you will be able to find it you will be able to dedicate time energy and effort in reaching to that uh, knowledge that you want so flip classroom whatever the medium that you want to use. I am definitely someone who's uh, technology oriented and uh, uh, see that technology can help us in so many ways. But Flip Classroom can start with a basic uh, recording with a camera and a paper, pencil, whiteboard, uh, whichever tool you have up until the maximum advanced technology. So yeah, yeah, basically we were able in education, in the educational sector, we, we were able to see so many advantages that uh, related everything together in the pandemic. And we were able to see that, yes, we need to do something about education. This is something that need to be advanced at the same pace the students are expecting us to do. That's so great to know. And that's well said because even I believe that flip classroom always helps and allows students to learn at their own pace. 
and stay actively engaged because like you said everybody learns differently and that isn't a, a minus point it's actually a plus point because we are all uh, made in a different way and we are all um, actually uh, the, the way we are is a plus point for us because that's a beautiful quality of us to be different than the other people and um, in this way like you said uh, these flipped classrooms will have a way to learn in their own way and they don't have to cram what the teacher is trying to say every time so that's really good information that you shared with us right now and talking about uh, i also had seen a few um that you had a stem lesson classroom in minecraft and i thought it was really great and because i was really interested in the way you had described in depth how students should be aware about the sdgs while also working together to provide solutions using uh, stem learning so i also want you to share that with our listeners as well because i think that would be amazing yeah sure i mean uh, like uh, minecraft is something that if you are an educator in a classroom and you want to engage students at the same time you want to teach them that they can reach whatever teach them whatever you want in a very fun interactive engaging way use minecraft so so basically the minecraft lesson is one of the things that i have implemented actually in, inside my classroom uh, we were a group of uh, of uh, 20 students per section and we have created this challenge to uh, to learn so many things so the way, the the aim of the lesson is actually to show that things are interrelated in life so for example although we are playing a game and building a a school in the future but we are learning math we are learning finance we are learning how to build a create plan it's so many things in one lesson so the lesson as you have mentioned it was related to a sustainability sustainability which is sdg goal uh this is another thing that make us all in the whole world from wherever background we come from united we can do our job and leave everything else to uh, uh so we do our duty and we leave the rest that will fall apart, will fall into their places for for someone else's so what we have started or the lesson tackled is how you expect the school which is the community that we were uh, having the class in how would it look like in the future taking into account the sustainability goals and the sustainability goals which means that students were able to gather around collaborate plan as i have mentioned so what is the best solution because during their their planning or during their building they have to choose the material that they are building and they need to prove why did they choose for example glass uh, instead of concrete and why did they use this material instead of that the reasoning behind everything so this also teach the students that okay whatever reason you are or whatever decision you are taking which is completely fine as long as you have a proof for that reason so it did not only teach them that there is a space they need to take into account they need to make the most out of the space they were architecture in that 
session, they were planners, managers, project managers. They were everything together. And seeing a student were able to work together, each one making the best of their talents. For example, one of them were talented in drawing, so they asked them to draw, and the other one was talented in something else. They collaborated, they interacted, changed. It was amazing chemistry between the students all together. So I this this was something that came after. Uh, so I wrote this lesson and posted on Minecraft website after actually implementing it in class. So we, we were able to see the outcome. We were able to see how what works with my student and what didn't work with my students. Because again, as I have mentioned, each class in each class, you need to modify something because what, what fits this certain group of people wouldn't actually need to fit the other group of people. So, which is amazing. The, the, the teacher in the classroom were, is able to, to change something in the, inside the classroom to reach all the students. And based on their background, is expectation and their own understanding and their experience. So, yeah, I have... Uh, this is one of the examples that I like to uh, have uh, shared with the world, and I did. Uh, I was proud to do that. And as I have so, so many other inspiring lessons, as an educator back then, I needed some ideas, and I was able to uh, see what works in different classes and use it in my classroom. So it's a community, even within our, uh, us as educators. That's tremendous. I actually am so amazed hearing to you right now. And uh, like you were talking about earlier, I actually believe in this, that Minecraft is a tool that is all in, all in one because you can learn so many values from it. You can enjoy while playing. And there, I think, are so many subjects and also life skills that can be covered while using uh, the um, Minecraft tools. And I love the lesson that you just shared right now about futures of this school. And um, I think it is able to develop four seasoned students because they gain curiosity, they have critical thinking, creativity, they collaborate, communicate, and that's how they become uh, better thinkers. And then they, that makes us change makers too. So that's so lovely to hear. Actually, I would like to add something onto on that. The four C's is something that is related to future skills, which is actually what we need to focus on in each and every lesson that we are teaching, in each opportunity that we have uh, to, to target our uh, youth or even us as educators. So future skills we are living actually in in a time that the future is is so changing in in a very fast pace and we were we are we need to be able to adapt to different situations having the critical thinking the communication skills the collaboration all of the four c's skills will be able to enable us to adapt to the change that is and to be able to cope with whatever things that we need to uh, to, to face in the future that we don't know what is actually uh, in. Right. I very much agree with that because I've also been uh, hearing a lot and do believe in it that the students must be taught the skills like 
below the age of 18 because I think that's when we all learn a lot and those skills always go ahead with that like entirely in our life so that's why people are stressing upon learning art learning singing dancing coding especially so that's why people are learning so many skills right now but um, what is going to help you is the skills that we require for the future and which are the 21st century skills and that's so lovely to hear that you share that with us as well Miss Sarah. So I have another question that as you've been into technology in education with remote learning, so how was technology uh, able to fill the gap for special needs students? Exactly. This is something that is also relates to uh, what we have mentioned earlier. We need to be able to cope and reach all our students. And technology is the tool actually we were able to use during the pandemic and we can always use. But I'm, I'm focusing on the pandemic because we, we as educators, we were not able to see all the facial expressions and be able to physically be in the same place as our student. So all these technologies that are available, such as immersive reader, which helps the student to, to read, to learn a new language, to pronounce and to read, is actually amazing. Again, going back to the basics, we all need to learn in a different way because we do have a different learning styles. This is one. And those tools, as, as, as I have mentioned, are catered to reach all students. Uh, some people are able to use technology to enhance their communication skills and presentation skills. Some uh, students were able to uh, actually uh, uh, use uh, uh, read aloud to be able to, for example, help them learn a language or learn how to pronounce a certain word. Some other students were able to reach uh, or use these tools to, uh, to help them identify the structure or sentence structure in that. So with the help of the technology and not to overwhelm the students with so many different technologies and tools. So what, whichever you need to actually uh, focus on, you can find a tool that best suits you. And those are, uh, are always being uh, changed and modified according to the AI. So based on the input that we give to this uh, machine, it is being updated and it's being able to um, uh, suit uh, our differences in many ways. Another example for that is that uh, the well-being and uh, taking care of each other during even if we work in an office or working in a school, having to check on the people around you, which is empathy, teaching empathy for the students. For example, if a teacher is giving this, how do you feel today? The student will definitely feel like this teacher is not only here to teach us, for example, math or sciences or whatever subject that, uh, she's teaching or he's teaching, but also she cares about us as a human being. We are human. We do have feelings and she's appreciating. The teacher is appreciating our feelings and how, uh, how we are as a context of a human beings. So when the student feels that they matter, no matter what their performance is and whatever they are able to accomplish in this class, they are definitely uh, having this kind of relief that, yes, 
I do matter and I can give more into that. So we all we all know we have passed through high and lows. And through our lows, we needed someone to take care of us or we needed some time to, to manage our emotions to get into the back to the normals. So so during this phase, we are vulnerable and having somebody telling you, yeah, if you need your my help, I am here for you. With only stickers, for example, with only a poll that is is created online and created through the the uh, uh, communication platform such as Teams or any other platform that the school is using, all these helped us reaching all. And this doesn't mean that by the end of the pandemic and help and and luckily that we can see so many different countries are able to go back to face to face teaching and learning. Uh, we can always use this and implement it whether we are face to face or online. So uh, special educators can use technology to be able to manage and cope into uh, their differences and their gifts. They are gifted in so many ways and technology is able to suit their gifts based on uh, different uh, criteria, taking that into, uh, into account. And empathy, which is something which is social emotional uh, learning. So if we take care of our social and emotional, we are able and ready to learn even more than uh, having like the material or subject or the content that uh, we are going to give. I mean that's so beautifully uh, spoken by you, and you know I've been I had been hearing it earlier that uh, all over the news it was that the children with special education needs before quarantine pandemic there will be nobody taking care of them. When we have such caring educators like you who want to uh, work for them and also be able to provide them the same uh, treatment like normal students are getting in the remote learning, I mean, what best uh, what best could be done for them? So that's so lovely to hear that you're using tools for them, like read aloud, you talked about that. And also, I think empathy is the main thing that we need in the world, because if we all can live in harmony and have empathy with each other, then we all can uh, reach the level of becoming better human beings. So that was so beautifully spoken by you. I was just like mesmerized. Thank you, thank you. You're amazing. So, so what I want to uh, uh, add on that is that uh, we are not all all expert in the domain, and all we need to do is actually reach out to whoever knows better, or who are specialized into this. Whether it it was a colleague, whether it was a, a student. We always learn from people around us. So if the, someone of us or somebody of us is uh, know something, we can share it with the others. Reaching out of, to learn more is something that is underappreciated. And I want to just uh, uh, applause for those who ask for help because they are aware they need uh, like guidance in a way or another and that can be given uh, uh, to them which again which as you said will make the world even better uh, if we share our knowledge and basically going back to uh, your title uh, one teach ten so if uh, if any one of us is able to teach ten 
which is amazing. And if I need a help, for example, from Namia, I can knock her door and ask for that kind of support. And definitely I can get the answer that I want to. So always uh, working to uh, improve ourselves, our skills is always going to benefit us and the, one, and the ones around us. Right. And also coming to uh, another thing about educators, uh, according to you, what do you think that educators can play a role to have a better future? And how could that happen, according to you? So the future is a very big thing. And uh, as we mentioned before, it's something that we don't, vague, it's a vague thing. So we do not know exactly how the future looks looks like or even how it might look like uh, a couple of years from now. Um, so educators are the change makers. Again, I will highlight and put like a uh, uh, hundred lines under that word. They are the change makers. If they can inspire their students, if they can inspire their colleagues, this is what uh, this would be amazing. Uh, we all need the, that kind of inspiration. And if you have like an idea and sharing this idea to others, eventually it will make difference. All everything starts with an idea, and everything starts with a plan and vision and. Uh, motivation to do to do that idea so so basically what i ask the educators to do as as i ask myself to do is to actually work on our skills get as many talented as skills as as we can if if certification is your way then go ahead and get certified in whatever that interests you and in whatever that makes you feel happy uh, because this will always reflect good uh, to to your uh, to the domain or to uh, the people around you to yourself first firstly and to the people around you so make a change with whichever the change is and as small as the change is just make sure that you are the star or you can influence somebody with with anything that you can if you cannot even be that person just support the people who are trying to to do the change around you. Right, and I agree to the fact that teachers and educators can inspire students to strive for greatness. And I think uh, the purpose of being a human being is just to inspire other people, help them out when they need, and that's what you need in your life to be a successful and happy human being. I totally agree. Inspiring people around you is is the key uh, for a better future. That we don't know what is it actually. <laughs> right. So I have a, a fun question for you. Uh, you've been using Minecraft. So till now, do you have any favorite mob or character in Minecraft that you just simply adore? Actually, I do not have a favorite because with each project that we work with our students, we get something that attracts us, which is something that blew our minds up, uh, changed the way we think about the game. So it's not like something that is static and I, I like something and I like to, uh, uh, to uh, stick to it. Uh, the changes actually and the openness of this game is actually what I like the most about it. So being able to see the variety of things and as long as and as much as 
time you put into the game and to, to spend with the students and creating different challenges, creating different uh, lessons inside the, uh, Minecraft, it always makes you wonder that what can I do next and where is next going to be and how I can benefit from, uh, from this uh, platform to, again, uh, to teach in a very inter uh, 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 integrative approach to my students. So briefly, uh, with each and every unit we're, we're tackling, there's something actually interesting about, about Minecraft and will always interest me so far. And I'll be on the same path because Minecraft fascinates me every time because uh, whenever I open it, there's always like something that I can explore new in it. Especially what I love are the lesson plans and the new worlds that keep on coming up because they just give you a lot of motivation, especially like we have been having lots of worlds and climate changes coming up uh, in the new world section. And they also give us a lot of motivation like to have proper agricultural farming and how we could change the way of uh, farming and why not use pesticides and change it to using some other way. So there's always something to learn from the lessons that are provided. I cannot agree more actually on what you have mentioned. Uh, there is always something new. And this is actually what keeps, uh, what, what keeps us uh, uh, interested in. And this is why uh, the game or whenever we open up, we can find the new ideas to implement and to use in different grade levels with different students, with different goals, with different uh, subject matters. So as I, I uh, use it in, uh, to, to show that things are in our life in it comes in integrative way. Uh, subject teachers, for example, sciences, math or language teacher are able to use it as well as uh, STEM uh, teachers are using it. Right. So uh, I think our audience watching us right now would love to know the way they can find you online to connect with you. Uh, actually, I am almost everywhere. <laughs> uh, I like to uh, be reached out uh, and communicate with uh, uh, who, uh, with people on LinkedIn, on Twitter. And definitely, if you would like to know more about my personal life, uh, Instagram is the, uh, the platform to go to. As for any uh, kind of uh, activities that I do professionally, LinkedIn and Twitter is the key uh, uh, platforms. And I would share them in the description box uh, where you all can uh, check it out. So before we sign off, uh, Ms. Sarah, we would love to have a message from you for the audience. Okay, so my message is going to be divided into two parts. Uh, the first one is for youth. Uh, please do whatever interests you and uh, pursue whatever that takes your heart out. Start as small as you want to. Do not be afraid. Everybody's around is going to help you just start with the basic steps and have this as your goal. So uh, even if you believe that you cannot do it, I believe that you can do it and you can find the support that you need to do it throughout all the people around you, whether people you know or whether people uh, you will learn, you will know uh, in the future. So uh, this is part one. 
So each one of us will learn in a different way. Uh, having, having your own passion is going to be the most influential teaching uh, tool for, for you. As for my second part, which is for educators, uh, I would always like to surround myself with people who are passionate about improving. And this is something that is amazingly uh, motivational. So I have so many friends around the world that are motivate uh, that motivates me to become a better person and to be able to discuss ideas and thoughts and to be able to do different things in in uh, in my professional life so a part of uh, the most important uh, important part uh, is to find someone that motivates you and to bring ideas together, whether by discussing or by, whether by reading and seeing and being open to uh, to implementing new ideas. So either be the change maker or either be the light, be the influence, and always start with yourself. Take care of yourself, mental health. And definitely your professional, your professional life always improve your skills because this is actually what will inspire the students or whoever you want to inspire the most by actually taking actions, having, having yourself like somebody who like to try things will definitely influence people around you to try different things and see, uh, uh, and see how things are uh, um, uh, progressing. It's always a learning track, whether we, we like or we, we succeed in this track or we, the other way is always success. So we, either ways is going to end us to a better place, whether we think that it failed us or we failed in that domain. It's only a learning route that we uh, we have learned so many things from that. So this is basically it. I'd like to uh, say that part, the most important thing in life is to be surrounded by like-minded people. If you cannot be that person, try to surround yourself, try to read, try to be around those people who are motivated, who can bring things to, to, uh, to your mind that fascinates you. And basically, uh, love what you do. Thank you so much. And that was such an encouraging message. And uh, that's what I would like to say that youth and educators together can change the world. And I do agree with that point that we all must be surrounded by like-minded people so that we can get inspiration from them and at the same time give inspiration to them. And also, uh, uh, if uh, before ending, I would like to say uh, that reminded me of this quote about what exactly we're talking about today, uh, that education is not just preparation for life. Education is life itself. And that's what I've been believing in since a long time. So I'd like to say thank you so much, Ms. Sarah, for giving your precious time to us and coming here, sharing your thoughts. It was such a wonderful opportunity to speak to you today. Thank you so much. Wishing you uh, the best. Uh, maybe uh, it's evening time uh, at your place. So wishing yes. you a happy evening. Or if it's morning time, wishing you a very good day. Thank you so much. And thank everyone for joining us today. I'll see you in the next episode. Till then, each one, teach 10. Have a nice day.